Welcome everyone to uh, another edition of the Amud of the Week. I'm Dan Lefton, and uh, it's been quite some time since uh, I've zugged an Amud, so I'm happy to um, be back in the game. And we are on the bottom of Ches Amud Bays, Mustachas Tainus, of course, first parak, and we'll pick up at the two dots right at the bottom, about five lines down. Um, and we are going to learn a little bit about uh, uh, Rav Yochanan. So uh, a couple of uh, couple of statements of Rav Yochanan here. Kibbutz Gaisos Tzedakah Maisa Parne Simon. The Simon is Kibbutz Gaisos Tzedakah Masa and Parnes. And we'll talk about all each of those things. Amar Rav Yochanan. Godol Yom Hageshamim Kiyom Kibbutz Golios. A day of rain is greater than even the day of Kibbutz Golios, was when presumably... Well, the day when uh, when Hashem would gather all of those uh, who have been exiled. Shneamar, how do we know this? The pasuk says, "Shuva Hashem es Shuva es Shuva Hashem es Shavisenu So that pasuk which talks about the kibbutz Goliath references the word afikim, and we know that afikim means matar. Afikim means rain. Shneamar vayiru afikayam. So we learn it from we prove it from that pasuk that. That uh, that afikim is ya, is um, is um, is yam is is water and shuvah Hashem es shavisenu is talking about kibbutz Goliath. So therefore, we put the two together and we see that a day of rain is greater than even the day of kibbutz Goliath. Okay, that's number one. Vamar of Yochanan. Here comes number two. Gadol yom agishamim. How great is a, a day of rain? It's a great day. Shafilu Gaisos Postgospa. That even the, the, uh, the, the general's armies will have to stop because of it. Shenamar, as the Pusik says, Talmia Reva Nachas Gedude. That uh, when you soak the ground, the soldiers will rest. So we see that, uh, and many of us probably know this, especially any of those that have traveled, uh, know that a good, a good rain, a good hard rain could really bring things uh, to a halt. So we see how strong rain is. Bummer of Yochanan, here comes the next one. Ein agashamim na'atzrin, ela bishvil postgate tzedakah, berabim ve'ein nosnin. Rain is not stopped only because those that make pledges to tzedakah publicly and then do not redeem those pledges. Shenemar, Nesim Veruach Vigeshem in Ish Mizhala Bemisa Sheker. So the Pasuk here uh, essentially equates um, um, uh, by saying that Nesim Veruach is clouds and wind, and then all of a sudden there's no rain. So that's the same thing as somebody who pledges money. But that, that, but then doesn't give it. So I guess you get all excited by the clouds and the wind because you think the the, the tzedakah is coming, and then it doesn't come. So that's the same thing as uh, the rain, the rain and the the rain, the wind and the clouds. Everyone thinks rain is coming, and then it doesn't come. So that's the that's the connection between these two things. And we see the Rav Yochanan says that rain will be held if that becomes an issue of people not redeeming. Their tzedakah pledges. Okay, Viter. The Amar of Yochanan. And now we're flipping over to Tess Amar Alav Amar of Yochanan. Dixiv, the Pasuk tells us a famous Gemara here, Aser Taser, that those who give Meiser will become, they will, they will, they will become wealthy. So, so that uh, the, the double lesson of Aser Taser is that you give so you shall receive. So, Aser Bishvil Shetaiser. 
that chitisaser that that you give because and so you will you shall receive you shall receive. Ashkechay Rav Yochanan Linuka de Reish Lakish. Rav Yochanan happened to come across the son of Reish Lakish, and we know Reish Lakish was the brother-in-law of Rav Yochanan. Famous story. Reish Lakish was a uh, was a thug. Reish Lakish was a uh, thief. And uh, as I recall the story, Reish Lakish, I think, jumped over a river. That's how strong he was. He jumped over a river in order to rob Reb Yochanan. Reb Yochanan saw what kind of kochos this guy had, Reish Lakish, and he convinced him uh, to... Uh, to use his powers for good, and I believe he part of what part of the deal was that he would be able to marry Rav Yochanan's sister. And I think, if I recall the story correctly, Rav Yochanan's sister was very pretty. If that was the re- my recollection, and as the story goes, Reish Lakish agreed to do it, and um, he uh, was not even able to jump back over the river. And I guess just the the commitment to learning Torah. Uh, it weakened him in that sense. From a physical standpoint, it weakened him. He couldn't jump back over the river. That's the story, uh, as, as I recall it. But basically, um, what uh, the, 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 the basically the point of the story is is that Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish were brothers. So Reish Lakish's son was Rav Yochanan's nephew. So Rav Yochanan uh, came across the son of Reish Lakish. So Amarle says to him, so he said, he said to him, he says, tell me a Pasuk, tell me something that you're learning. So Amarle says, said, so the kid said back to him, the, the young, the nephew said to the uncle, Aser Taser. So he says to him, he says, um, this is the Pasuk, this is the Pasuk that I'm learning is uh, this, this Pasuk of Aser Taser, right? So then the Gemara goes on to say, so, so the Gemara says, Amarle, my Aser Taser. So the, the, the young nephew said, to Rav Yochanan, who was presumably the Gadolador, or one of them, says, explain to me, Uncle Rav Yochanan, why is it that we have this double lesson of Aser Taser? So Amar says back to him, Aser Bishvil Shetaser. He does the same thing that we just learned, right? You give, so you shall receive. So Amar so his nephew questioned him, and Allah, how do you know this? So Amar zeal nasi. Go, go try it. Go, go, go test Hashem. Go give Miser. Give your miser and see if it flows back to you. So Amar Lay, so this nephew knew a few things. So the nephew said back to him, he goes, What do you I can't test that Kaddish Baruch. Are you telling me I could go test that Kaddish Baruch? Vahak Siv, the Pusik says, Hashem. You can't test Hashem. So what are you telling me to go test Hashem? So the, the so Rish Lakish's son, like I said, he knew something. And he questioned Rav Yochanan. So Amar Lay said back to him, this is what Rav Yochanan says. He says, "Hachar Amar Rabbi Hoshia, Chutz Mizu. It's everything you can't test Hashem except in this situation. By tzedakah, you can test Hashem. Shnamar, as the pasuk says, Haviu es Kola Meiser El Beis Ahuser. You should bring your Meiser to the Beis Ahuser. Vayitaref Bevesi. So I'll have, I'll have food in my house. Presumably talking about the house of Hashem, the Beis Hamikdash. Ubechanune." Nabazos, the Chanune Nabazos, famous words, right? Don't test me with this. Amar Hashem Sarkos, Hashem says, Imlo Eftach Lachem Es Arubos Hashamayim Baharikosi Lachem Bracha Adbali Dai. That if I you open up your, um, open up your, um, um, uh, like I said, test, test me, go bring me all your, bring me your tzedakah. 
test test me, and if I don't open up the skies for you, presumably bless you with 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 parnasa, then um, uh, go go ahead and do it, and then you'll see. I'll bless you, and it says that the bracha will be adli die. I'll bless you. So basically, that pasuk straight out says that you're allowed to do it. So the Gemara says, "My adli die." What does this mean? Adli die. Adli die. We know means that it's ever everlasting, or not everlasting. I'm sorry, unlimited bracha. It doesn't an unending bracha. What does this mean? So Amar Rami Bar Chama, Amar Rav, Ad She Yivlo Sifso Sechem Melomar Die. That I'm going to get. Shem's going to give you so much that your mouth is actually going to become tired from saying it's enough. It's enough. That's the that's the way it's explained. So great, great Gemara here that teaches us an unbelievable Yisod that uh, that you could test Hashem, and when Hashem pays us back, the payment is going to be so. Uh, it, it's going to be so. It's going to be in so many multiples of what we give that we're not even going to be able to essentially uh, say enough because our mouth will become tired. It will become dry from saying enough that many times. Beautiful Gemara. Okay, Viter. Amarle. Oh wait, a little far, a little further here in this Gemara. So Amarle. So his nephew said back to him, "E husmate hasam lahaypsuka." If I would have continued, oh, I actually thought about it. now it makes sense. So I was, I was wondering why his nephew would ask him this question because that pasuk is pretty straightforward that you can test Hashem by tzedakah. So why did he, pre- why did the nephew present him with the pasuk of lo tenasu es Hashem that I can't test Hashem? The nephew seems to know what he's talking about. Why does he present Rav Yochanan with seemingly such an easy pus, an easy question? Because it's beferish in the Pustic that you can test Hashem. So, you know, Rav Yochanan gave the answer. So then, so the nephew says back to him, he says, I hadn't learned that Pusik yet. However, if I would have gotten there, I wouldn't have needed you or I wouldn't have needed your Rabbi to exp- Rabbi Hoshia to explain this to you, to, to me. So basically what he's saying is like, Listen, I appreciate the explanation, but I would have gotten there eventually on my own. The only reason I even asked you the question is because I hadn't yet learned it. All right, nice Gemara. Vesu, and further, we got another story. Rav Yochanan met the son of Reish Lakish, his nephew again, to Yosef, and he was, and Rav Yochanan was learning. And he quoted this great Pusik that says, that a person sins and then they get punished and then they turn around and they blame Hashem for the punishment that they have. So Yosef Rav Yochanan Vakamatama, Rav Yochanan was, was thinking about this. Amar, and he said, So this Pasuk that we're talking about here, this Pasuk is found where? This Pasuk is found in Mishlei. And... Um, and Rav Yochanan was saying that uh, there's no pasuk. So what's he saying? He says, he says, "Mi ika mide dekive beksuve de lower mizibo raisa." So this is a pasuk in Mishlei, which is in Kesuvim. And Rav Yochanan said, "Where does this concept come from? Because there's no pasuk in any of the Kesuvim. The Vimer Kesuvim, as Rashi, I believe, explains." There's no Pusik anywhere in any of the Nevi'im and Ksuvim that doesn't come, that's not based on a Pusik in the Torah, in the Chamishe Chumshe Torah. So what is, where, where does this Pusik come from? So this is the question that Rav Yochanan asked to his nephew. So Amar Lei, 
he said back to him, do you really not know where the where the remez for this is? Bahaksiv, it's Bafarish in the Pasak, a parasha that we just had a few weeks ago. This is when the brothers they sold uh Yosef, you know, the brothers came before Yosef and it looked like things were headed in the wrong direction and they were gonna be they were gonna be put in a bad position, they were gonna be punished, and they turned and what they 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 said, What did Hashem do to us? Not recognizing the fact that they were the ones that caused their own problems by selling Yosef into slavery. So we see the base we see the basis for the Pasuk. It's 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 Bafarish in the Pasuk in the story of the brothers coming to Mitzrayim. So this is what the nephew told to Rav Yochanan. So what happens? Dal Eneha Vikhazabe. Rav Yochanan looked at his nephew and apparently he gave him the stink eye. He looked at him funny. So Ase Ime Apikse. Along came his mother, which, who, who I think would be Rav Yochanan's sister, Reish Lakish's wife. So he came so, and took this child who was her daughter, her son. So he took the, 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 the mother, Reish Lakish, Rav Yochanan's sister, took the son and, and took him away from Rav Yochanan. Amrle, and she said, Tom Mikame Delo Leavid Lacha Come away from your uncle, Rav Yochanan, so that he shouldn't do to you what he did to your father. And Rashi kind of explains a little bit about what's going on here. So apparently, Rav Yochanan gave him a little bit of the Ayanara, and he, and he ended up dying. And uh, I had to look this up, but I saw exactly what happened, is that Rav Yochanan, at some point, Reish Lakish, kind of made a comment to Rav Yochanan, you know, about maybe it wasn't worth it for him to leave his previous profession or something along those lines. I don't remember the exact story, but um, um, that he probably should have stayed being a, uh, a robber. Um, and so Rav Yochanan kind of gave him the eye and horror, looked at him funny when he said that. And then Reish Lakish died because of it. So Reish Lakish's wife, who is Rav Yochanan's sister, who was this boy's mother, was concerned about messing around with Rav Yochanan, and she pulled her son away from Rav Yochanan in order that he shouldn't die just like his father. Okay, Viter, Amar Rav Yochanan, Matar Bishvil Yachid, the rain will come because of the, benef- because of the merit of one person. Parnasa Bishvil Rabin, but Parnasa will come only because of the merit of many people. Matar Bishvil Yachid, how do we know this? The Pasuk says, Yiftach Hashem L'chayas Otsro HaTov Latzeis Matar Artsacha. Straightforward in the Pasuk that Hashem will open up the skies um, and he will, he will cause the irrigation onto the fields. Um, that's, that, 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 that's how we know it'll come from to be, to be, to me, in the merit of one person. Parnasa bishvil rabim, and how do we know Parnasa bishvil rabim? Dixiv, hinanim mamtir lachem lechem. So we see the, the plural lachem, that's, that's, that's barabim. So we see that when we're talking about Parnasa, it's only going to come if it's in the merit of many people. So Mesvei, so that, that's the statement that was made here by Rav Yochanan. So Mesvei Rav Yosi, Rav Yehuda. So Rav Yosi, Rav Yehuda had a question on this statement. Let's remember this statement, because this is going to be a long question, but we're going to get there eventually. But remember the statement that Parnasa only comes because of many, if it's in the merit of many people. So Mesvei Rav Yosi, Rav Yehuda, 
Amar, he says, Shlosha Parnasim Tovim Amdul Israel. There were three great leaders in Israel. For the for Klal Yisrael, the Eluhain, and these were them: Moshe and Aaron and Miriam. Moshe Aaron and Miriam. The Gimel Matanos Tovos Nisnu Al Yadam, and and Klal Yisrael got three gifts or three Matanos Tovos, three good gifts that came because of their hands. The Eluhain, and these are them: Be'er the well, the Anan, and the Anan, the cloud, Uman and Man. So, so now the Gemara is going to explain. Bear b'schus Miriam, the well came become a Miriam. The well uh, came on the z'chus of Miriam. Amud Anan b'schus uh, Amud Anan b'schus Aaron, and the Amud Anan, the cloud that that protected Klal Yisrael in the desert, that came in the z'chus of Aaron. Man b'schus Moshe, and the man came in the z'chus of Moshe. Mesa Miriam nistalek haber. When Miriam passed away, the water ceased. Right, the bear, the, the well stopped. Shenamar, how do we know this? But Thomas Shum Miriam, the Pusik says, when that Miriam died, Thomas Shum, she died there. Uksiv Basra, and then right after that it says, Velohayamayam Laeda. And there was no water for the people. So that's how we know that Miriam, when Miriam died, the the water went away. However, we know it came back. Vachazra, eventually the water was brought back. Why? Bishus Shnehen. Because of the zuchus of, of the two of them, Aaron and Moshe. So when Miriam passed away, then the zuchus of Aaron and Moshe, the water came back. Mes Aharon, when Aaron died, Nistalko Ananiakavod. When Aaron died, the, the Ananiakavod stopped. Shenamar, as the Pusik says, Vayishma Haknani Melech Are Ered, that the, uh, that the Melech Knani Ered, that they, he heard that, um, he, uh, he had heard something. And he went ahead, and this Pusik goes on to tell us, the full Pusik here tells us that what did he do? That he attacked them. So he had heard something, and then this, this Melech Knani went ahead and he attacked Bnei Israel. What did he hear? He heard that Aaron had passed away. And the the protective cloud that Klai Yisrael had, that Bnei Yisrael had in the Midbar, that it disappeared, it stopped. And he thought that he had now, I guess, permission that he can wage war on Klai Yisrael and Bnei Yisrael. Vahainu dichsiv, and the pasuk here it says, and the pasuk vayiru kola eda ki goa aron, and the entire, and this is proven from the pasuk how that the pasuk says, and the entire nation saw that Aaron passed away. Amaravavo, Aravavo explains this pasuk al tikre vayiru. Don't read it vayiru ella vayirau. Not that they saw, but rather it they appeared. What's the nafkamina? Kedarish Reish Lakish. This is the way, according to that Reish Lakish explained it. Damarish Lakish, Ki, that the word Ki in this Pasuk of Ki Goa Aharon, Mashma Ba'arbalashonos. The word Ki can have four different meanings. What, are, what is it? Ki can mean E, which is if. Ki E Dilma Ela Daha. It can mean four things. Ki can mean E, which is if. Ki can mean Dilma, which is maybe, perhaps. Or Ki can mean Ella, which is but. Or Ki can mean Daha, which is because. And here, if you read the word Ki as because, so what, what do we see? We see that Vayiru Ha'am, Kovayiru Kola'eda Kigova Aaron, that the entire nation appeared. 
because of the death of Aaron. So if you if you if you if you if you are if you um, darshan that pasuk, so you'll see that the that the what happened was Aaron passed away. The cloud disappeared, and at that point, the entire nation appeared. They were able to be seen, which is a, probably means that they were they were exposed. So that's why the they were attacked by the king Malchani. So that's that's the proof which comes here um, from Reish Lakish. Actually, comes from Reish Lakish to prove that um, that to prove to us that um, that Aharon was the. Uh, was the, 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 in the merit of Aaron, we had the Ananiya covered and it went away when he passed away. Again, we're still in the question here that's eventually going to come down on, um, that the question here that's eventually going to come down on, um, on Rav Yochanan. So we're still there. Um, um, so we just explained Aharon, right? And then Chazr Shneim, oh no, I'm sorry, Chazr um, Shneim, and then both things came back. Where both things, the Be'er and the Anan, they both came back. Bizchus Moshe. It all came back in the Zuchus of Moshe. Mes Moshe, Nistalku Kulan. But when Moshe passed away, everything went away. So we lost the Mun, we lost the cloud, and we lost the Be'er. We lost the food, which is the Parnasa. We lost the cloud, which was the protection. And we lost the Be'er, which is the water. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, and all three things went away at one time. Uh, all three Roim shepherds, they all went in one month. So we see that it all came because of Moshe Rabbeinu. It all disappeared in one month when he passed away. Uh, so the Gemara says, oh, I'm sorry. We see that, uh, that all the things went away in one... I'm sorry, I think this is a question on the story. The Pasik said, so, so we see that everything came back and then it all went away on Moshe. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, I got a question here. We know that all these things came, all these things went away in one month. But all, they didn't all die in one month. Moshe, Aaron, and Moshe, Mo, I'm sorry, Miriam, Aaron, and Moshe all died at different times. So how did everything go away in one month? Um, Miriam Miriam died in Nisan, Aaron Baav, Aaron Davinov, and Moshe Ba'adar. And Moshe died, we know, in Zion Adar. So the so so this is actually the proof is that the fact that all three of them went away in one month is a proof that eventually everything, even though the bear was suspended because of Miriam's death and the Anan was suspended because of Aaron's death, we see that it all came back. Uh, in the Zuchus of Moshe, and then when Moshe died, all three things went away. That's why it says that it all went away in one month. Even though they all died at separate times, we see it all went away in one month. That's the proof that it all went on Moshe, right? So, so, um, Elam Alamed, and that's how we learn, Shenis Bitlo Gimel Matanos Tovo Shenosnu Al Yadan, that all three of them, uh, that all three of them went away, that all three of these things were, uh, that all three of these things came about because of Moshe, and they all went away in one month, the month of Adar, when Moshe Rabbeinu died. So all that is the, all that is the foundation, is the lead up to the question. Remember the question. Remember the statement that was made by Rav Yochanan is that Parnassa only comes in the merit of Rabbim, of multiple people. So Alma we see, Ashkechan Parnassa Bishvil Yachid. We see that Parnassa, which is Mun, 
all came about because of, well, really, Parnassah is Mun and Be'er. I guess, well, Parnassah here is Mun. I guess it could also mean the water, the Be'er. I guess it could also mean all all the three of these things. But what, but the point is, is that it all was totally on one guy. One guy. It was all totally on Moshe Rabbein. It was all totally on a Yachid. We said Parnassah only comes about because of a rabbit. But we see here that it was all totally on a Yachid, on Moshe Rabbeinu. So the, all this has led up to the question that asked Rav Yochanan, that we seem to have proven that Rav Yochanan's statement of what? Rav Yochanan's statement of Parnassah Bishvil Rabim, right? Of Matar Bishvil Yachid, but Parnassah Bishvil Rabim, that that's not necessarily true because we see here Parnassah Bishvil Yachid. So the Gemara answers very presumably, I guess I'm sure we can all guess what the answer is, shiny Moshe. No, Moshe is different. Kiva and Dilarabim who boy Karabim dummy, because he always advocated on behalf of the Rabim, he himself was considered like a Rabim. So therefore, with still Rav Yochanan's statement of Parnasa Bishil Rabim still remains intact. And the Gemara just finishes off here with a little story that kind of connects. Rav Huna bar Manuach for Rav Shmuel bar Aidi for Rav Chia Mivastanya. And these, so Rav Huna bar Manuach, Rav Shmuel, the son of Aidi, and Rav Chia from Vastanya. So they, they used to learn by Rava. But when Rava passed away, they began learning with Rav Papa. However, whenever they would come to something that they didn't understand, that Rav Papa was teaching them, but they didn't understand, so what would they do? What would they do? They would signal to each other. So I guess in some ways it was uh, a little bit mocking to Rav Papa. It wasn't so nice. But um, but uh, what they would do is they would signal to each other whenever Rav Papa would say something that they didn't understand. But Rav Papa got very upset about this, presumably so, for good reason. What ended up happening was he had a dream, and it came to him in a dream. And what came to him in a dream? Rashi explains that a Pasuk came to him in a dream. Which Pasuk? Our Pasuk. This Pasuk that we just said, the Akachid as Shloshes, Haroim. This pasuk that which uh, that we said that it all went away, biyarech echad. Right, va'akachid that shlosha biyarech echad. That's the pasuk that we use to try and prove the question on Rav Yochanan. That's why we're connecting this story to the previous story. So this pasuk was came to Rav Yochanan and it came to Rav Papa in a dream, and Rav uh, Rav, um, Rav Rav Papa understood this to mean that Hashem was going to take away these three people, these three people who who presumably made Rav Papa, gave him a hard time by, by, by signaling to each other in his shear. So these three, who are we talking about? Rav Huna, we're talking about Rav Huna, Rav Shmuel, and Rav Chia. So they were all three going to be taken away together. That was the Pusik that came to Rav Papa. Now, of course, Rav Papa didn't want this. So what happened? Lamachar, the next day after his dream, Kehave Miftere Mine, when the shear was over and they were ready to leave, Amalahu Lezilzul Rabbanan, he basically, he said to them that you should go in peace. So that was the way he kind of wanted to show that he wasn't upset at the, he wasn't upset at what they were doing. So therefore, hopefully that this decree would be withheld from them 
and that they would not be punished uh, with the way that he had presumably thought would happen from the Pasuk that he saw in the dream. And that is Daf Tess Ahmed Aleph, a little bit on Tess Ahmed Bez, a little bit on Tess Ahmed Bez, but basically Tess Ahmed Aleph, uh, very interesting Gemara, pretty straightforward. Um, uh, mostly, I guess, I got it of, of one way, one sort or another. Um, if anyone has any questions, as always, feel free to uh, be in touch, ask me any questions. Um, uh, uh, other than that, I think, um, I think, like I said, pretty straightforward. And as always, I say, uh, peace out, much love. I'm Dan Lefton.